Today, I want to give a shout out to a sustainable crowdfunding project. Studio PyPy is developing the first ceramic glaze made from waste. The glaze is locally made, plastic-free packaged, and hopefully soon available and affordable in many stores. And if you take a look at the Start Next page, you can see the many beautiful ceramic and glass pieces you can get or make yourself through supporting this project. The products can be shipped EU-wide and workshops take place here in Munich. So make sure to click the link in our show notes. And now let's start with the episode. Hello and welcome back to a new episode of the More or Less podcast. Hi, Leah. How are you doing today? Hello, Paulina. I am doing well. I don't really know what to say more, but it's just another autumn day. I'm trying to be productive. We're recording this podcast and going on with our lives, kind of. How are you? That's good. Um, yeah, same, same, would I would say. Uh, a lot to do. Um, yeah, <laughs> just a lot to do. Okay. Uh, yeah, so everything's good. Um, today, we wanted to talk about FOMO, so the fear of missing out. Yes, exactly. I wonder if that is a word or a concept that everybody has heard of in our generation. I think like, I think the thing itself has existed since humanity has existed, but I guess the term is newer. I think I remember it was kind of, I don't know, maybe two years ago when I first heard of FOMO. Um, but it was immediately like, oh yeah, I know that. Um, I specifically remember as a kid that I would feel like I'm missing out and I wanted to do more things at once than possible. I was once invited to a birthday party, but at the same time, friends were coming, like friends of the family were coming to us. And so I had to decide where I want to be and I just couldn't decide and everything felt wrong and things like that. And then, of course, getting older, uh, it happens as well. As, as a teenager, for example, when, I don't know, my parents didn't want me to go out for as long as maybe other kids were allowed and I wanted to spend time with my friends and they said, no, you have to go home at 10 p.m., stuff like that. What are your, mm -hmm. like, situations growing up or now when you feel like you experience the most FOMO or in general, what do you want to say about that topic? Mm, I... We decided yesterday that we wanted to talk about this theme and I started to think about it. And I think as a kid or teenager, maybe there were some situations, but I can't remember. Um, I would say the most moments I had FOMO was when I... Uh, I don't want to call me an, an adult because then I'm feeling old, but <laughs> <laughs> I would say the most, the most times it was like the last five or six years, I guess, mm -hmm. because I don't know. I think the years between 20 and 30, that's the time where you experience the most and where the most is happening. And I do remember that uh, one of my friends, she always traveled. She traveled after uh, graduation. She traveled after or 
in between her bachelor and after bachelor and then we traveled together after our master degree and in the end we had like the same job the same conditions everything was the same and I always decided after my graduation I decided I'm starting uh, to study because I knew what I wanted to study and I thought I'm already too old because I'm uh, I was one year older than the rest because I uh, in Germany there are some rules like if you're Uh, if you wanted to uh, go from kindergarten to elementary school, you have to be six, at least six, I think. And because my birthday is in October, I was on that line where it's like, okay, can she go to elementary school already? Or does she has to, has to stay one more year in kindergarten? And I stayed one more year in kindergarten. So I was seven when I got to mm -hmm. elementary school mm -hmm. so when I had my graduation I was already 19 or I turned 19 in this year so I thought okay I'm already near to 20 let's start studying because you know what you like to do and um, then after my bachelor I started working and then I started my master and then in the end I thought oh well you could have done some more traveling and then I had a feeling like oh I missed out so many things just because I decided to like do the way everyone taught me like it's the right way like started to studying don't take a break working because it will help you for a job later and then I realized oh it doesn't help <laughs> because yeah. all the other people they who didn't work they also got like the same job so Yeah, I could have traveled more and that was one time where I thought oh man I missed out so many things mm. uh, do you have like a plan on changing that or do you like still feel that way do you still feel like <sighs> you regret not traveling that much and you want to travel more like is that something you're missing from your life and do you have like a plan on how to change that mm. yeah I would love to change that but I don't know. Sometimes life's difficult. And um, actually, now it would be a great time to do some traveling because I don't have a job. Um, but there were a few times I decided I would like to go traveling. And I think I mentioned it in the podcast that I already had booked flights to Hawaii and yeah, yeah, um, we about some it, Airbnbs yeah. <laughs> and stuff and I was ready to travel alone my mom was freaking out um I wanted to travel alone because I don't know I had the feeling like this is something I have to do and then mm -hmm. COVID came so it never happened that was also a time which was pretty hard because I, I was like oh, okay wow now we have COVID uh, and I'm studying my master's degree and everyone is like oh, the time you're studying, it's the best time of your life. And I, after our master's degree, I was like, what have I done the last two years? Yeah. Nothing has happened. Okay, I studied, but because of COVID, you couldn't do anything else. Yeah, so, I guess uh, that's like the experience was, of studying is different during a pandemic. Yeah, completely different. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I would love to travel more, but it's... I don't know why it's so difficult for me because I see so many people who are just like quitting their jobs, quitting their flat, go traveling for as long they have money. 
Is that something you would like to do? Like, maybe not practically, mm. but ideally, like in your mind, is that something yeah. you would like? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought about that I'm too. I'm also a bit afraid of traveling alone. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love planning. So it's a bit... Oh, too much uncertainty. Not risky, but yeah, yeah, too much insecurity. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Kind of so, hard to change. Um, but so in yeah. the future or in the present, when you see other people traveling, do you still kind of feel that FOMO of like, oh, I mm. wish I could? Yeah. Oh. Sometimes, okay. yeah. Because there are so many countries and places that I would like to visit. And I don't know. I have the feeling like there, I don't have that much time left to do it. Okay. Because, because why? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, in, if it was, I, uh, how do I say it? Uh, I don't know. I would like to have kids when I turn 30 or something. And that's if coming everything closer. works out. Um, so it's coming closer. And in my mind, it's like, okay, but when you have a family, when you have kids, it's so much harder to travel, especially with, if you would like to travel far away. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe there's just something in my head, but I have the feeling it could be more difficult because you, have a, you need to have a job, you need to earn money because of the kid and all this other stuff. And I don't know. Sometimes I have the feeling, okay, there's not much time left to do all of this travel. Yeah. Uh, I would like to do. Yeah, I, I, I can like kind of understand. And I think part of it is in your mind. But on the other hand, I mean, if you have kids, yeah, then you have more people. It's more expensive. There's more organizing. And as soon as they are at an age where they need to go to school in Germany, it's almost impossible to travel because everyone wants to travel during like school breaks. So it's going to be more mm -hmm. expensive there. Like, of course, you can still travel. But as you said, like more far away and bigger adventures, I guess, definitely become harder just because you have so much like limitations when it comes to time. Mm -hmm. And for example, let's say you want to go, you want to ride a bike around the world. Maybe that's also something that's a lot harder with a toddler with a three-year-old year child or even a 10-year-old child or let's say like mm. depending on what you want to do what you want to what kind of travel yeah. you want to do but on the other hand there's so just many families yeah, yeah just okay but there's so many families that are traveling with small kids so yeah I know but maybe the kind of travel you want to do is also I mean maybe you just want to travel alone first and that at least is a lot harder as soon as you have a family mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there are a lot of situations. Um, how about you? Had you ever f the feeling of FOMO? Mm. As you already mentioned, you had a kid when you were, well, 18. Mm -hmm. Were there times where you had the feeling of FOMO because all the other people your age maybe go partying or did other mm -hmm. stuff and you had a baby and need to take care of it? Like, that could very well happen, but I think it was way worse when I was 17 or 16. That was a time when I felt like, what am I doing in school? I'm wasting my time here. I really want to go travel <laughs> and do other stuff. Like, what am I doing here? And I mean, I had good grades 
and I had some friends, but it just did not feel like it was going anywhere. So I was at a point when I was, I think I was 17, where I was kind of almost quitting school just because I was so over it and it felt like I wasn't learning anything. I, it felt like it was, wasn't going to help me for my future. And then I was pregnant and then I continued school and then I had uh, my son and everything. And honestly, like when it comes to the big situation of like, I have a kid now and I can't do this and that, I do not remember experiencing any FOMO, which I'm very happy mm. about. Mm. But I do remember like there are certain smaller situations, like there were situations where it was like, oh, now I have to... I don't know, go to bed because my kids want to go to bed and I can't just, I don't know, go somewhere else or go partying. I wasn't really a, a huge party girl, but I think there were some specific times definitely where it felt like I was torn between everything I need to do for my kid and everything I wanted to do. And I would say 99% of the time, those two things worked together. But there's this 1% of times where I really want to do something else, but I really have to be there for my son and just be a parent, even though I maybe want to do something else. But I also, I do have to say, because it's just this 1% or even less, I do think that it hasn't really anything to do with my age when I had my son. Um, I guess there are people that are 30 and that never experience it. But I'm also sure there are people that are 30 having kids and experience it very, very much. Like I know a lot of people that had kids at 30 and definitely also experience it from time to time that being a parent can also sometimes feel like, I don't know, maybe you just want to do something else. You're just exhausted. You do not want to get up at night and feed your kid or go to the playground because it's just really, really boring. And I think, yeah, I think things like that definitely do happen. And so I, I guess I have felt like a sense of FOMO where it was like, oh, I'm stuck here and I'd rather be somewhere else right now. And yeah, but not much, definitely not much. And I do have to say also that I'm very happy that FOMO hasn't really played a huge role for me during the past few years and related to what you said about I don't have so much time anymore because at one point I'm going to have a family and then everything is going to change that already happened for me I already have a mm. child and so for me it feels honestly it feels like I have all the time in the world now of course I never know how old <laughs> I'll get I, I'm not sure if I'm going to turn 60 or 70 or 80 or 90 we don't know but I feel like I have time like it can just go on like this for the next decades and I can kind of decide what I want to do with that time now of course my son is in school he will be a kid for some time and need us as parents and uh, that means we can't go travel around the world definitely and I know there was a time where I really wanted to do this whole travel around the world and not have a flat for years and just travel where I want to go next. But I'm not sure at this point in time if I want that kind of travel anymore. I think we talked about it in another podcast episode. Mm. I definitely also, similar to you, still have this urge to travel more. 
like I'm not satisfied mm. with the amount I got to travel in my life. But then again, yeah. there's the coming decades where I can travel. Um, but maybe I also would I just like like to live in different countries and places or go travel sometimes for short amounts of time, sometimes for longer. Now, of course, if I want to go to Australia or to another place that's like super far away from here, then I definitely don't want to go just for a week. Like, absolutely not. Mm. It's not worth the money. Mm. It's not worth yeah. the time spent traveling. It's not worth the carbon emitted. Um, but there's so many places I want to visit and some are further away and some are closer and some take more time and some don't require that much time. And so I'm I'm just really excited and hopefully, it's something I really hope for, I will get to travel a lot during the coming years or decades. But honestly, like sometimes, I think sometimes I still feel this little twitch of... FOMO when I when I'm on social media and let's talk about the connection of social media and FOMO in a second um yeah. where I see like her she's traveling again why her I thought he just came back from traveling and now he's there and <laughs> how the, do they get to go to these amazing places and wow and yeah. I wish I I could just I don't know spontaneously book a trip for the next two months and decide to spend them in another country but it's mm. honestly not really something I feel a lot and not really something I feel strongly and that bothers me a lot, but it's just a tiny bit. And then I remember that I have a lot of control over my life and that I'm actually very, very happy and that I do get some time to travel and that I do have a lot of time in the coming decades. Yeah. That was also one question I wanted to ask you. Yes. Do you think that social media... Um, especially when it comes to traveling, is one of the biggest cases that this topic of FOMO and like FOMO mm -hmm. itself is such a big thing in our generation because the older generations, I think maybe they didn't have that feeling that much when it comes to traveling because they didn't know how beautiful some places are because... There was no social media mm -hmm. and okay, maybe you know, you knew someone that was, I don't know, in Asia and showed you some pictures and you were like, oh, wow, that looks amazing. But if you didn't know anyone, you maybe never saw any pictures. There maybe was no internet, so you couldn't Google some pictures <laughs> or stuff. Yeah. So maybe sometimes I have the feeling because of social media and because There are so many people who are just traveling and it's like you said, they're coming back and then the same second they're in another country and you're like, what? How do you do that? I would like to do that as well. What kind of a job do you have? Do you have a job or is social media your job? Or I would like to do that the same thing. Um, sometimes I really have the feeling that this is one of the biggest cases why we have FOMO. Mm -hmm. um, actually... I think FOMO is a very fascinating topic. And so I did um, consume a lot of content about FOMO during the past years. And I also did, uh, I didn't read like the papers or studies myself, but I, I remember hearing them being cited and knowing that there is a link between social media and FOMO, but not really in a case that social media causes FOMO, but it's a bit more complicated. So I think... What you said, I think it's true to a certain extent that nowadays we're more so bombarded with these pictures of all of these amazing places and we definitely 
see the people we know that seem to be able to travel to all of these places. And I think um, a few decades ago, other generations, it there were pictures. I mean, travel companies advertised their trips yeah. back then as well. So you, I'm sure there were these pictures of like sandy beaches and palm trees and Trans-Siberian Railroad was a big thing for a long time already. And so I don't think that people did not have any pictures, but it was a different context. And now mm -hmm. it's more so that we're really sitting at home and seeing these things all day long. And we even see all the people we know um, that seem to be able to go there. And I think that's a difference because back then maybe you would see the advertisement but it's not your neighbor mm. and your colleague and your friend from school that's there. Because yeah. I think when it's people we know, we maybe want to, like, we think we're the same. We think, like, why can they do it if I can do it? While we won't mm. uh, think weird things when a celebrity has a private chat. It's like, yeah, of course, they're a celebrity. Like, that's so far from my reality. But if your neighbor is able to go on like traveling and you are not, then maybe it feels more unfair. Um, that's maybe a part. And then the link, yeah, the social media thing. I think it's um, one thing that's for sure. We all know that social media does not really portray reality. Like, yes, these are maybe real moments or these are real pictures. Maybe they had to take 100 pictures to get a, a good one, but... Yes, that happens, but you don't see everything. You just see what the people want to share on social media. And a lot of times people want to share their best moments. And so we yeah. are sitting at home and we are more likely to scroll social media or to be stuck on social media when we are not feeling very excited about our, about our own lives. And what do we see if we're in that mood, not in the best mood, sitting in our bed, not wanting to get up and be productive. We see all of these people living their best lives because they are sharing their best moments. And so this stark contrast, I think, is something that can cause, cause FOMO. And then I think the other thing is that um, people that are more prone to be isolated or to be like introverted and that feel like they want to do more with friends, but feel like it's hard to make friends and to be with friends and to maintain relationships, those people are more prone to spend more time on social media. And that kind of also um, makes that contrast even stronger because then you see the people that obviously have no problem spending time with people, doing amazing stuff, sharing their favorite moments, and then you feel like your life is so much worse. Mm. But I'm not sure. Mm. I wouldn't say for myself, like social media is so much of a driver of FOMO anymore. And sometimes I um, actually feel like I would be one of the people that don't do not have social media. Like some of sometimes I'm not envious of the people that share so much on social media because I know how much work is going into these pictures. Um, and I feel mm. like, honestly, I would love to just do stuff and not share anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think on one hand, I do think that social media do causes a bit of this FOMO stuff. But on the other hand, sometimes I have the feeling like there are some phases, like 
there was one time, and I think it's it's still a bit of it, like when everyone went to Bali <laughs> and took pictures yeah. and everyone went to the same places and you were like, on one hand, I would love to go there too. And on the other hand, it was like, do I have to go there? Because I think I saw everything <laughs> because yeah. everyone posted all these pictures and videos and then all the people, they have the drone and like f flying over all the places and you were like, okay, I saw everything. Thanks for that. I don't have to visit the place by myself anymore, which is wrong mm -hmm. because there are so many other experiences there. But um, I think it's like a bit of both sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's and that's like honestly a huge problem that when people visit places, especially like influencers with a huge following and they tag the exact place they are, then it's likely to be overrun with tourists in the coming years, which is not great because it concentrates people on this one spot and the rest of the area sometimes even doesn't get any benefit from it. I think like I'm not sure for which places this is true. I just heard that it's better if you tag like the region or the country on Instagram and not the spot because it usually is just mm. not beneficial. But I think you know this uh, this swing. Is that in Bali as well? There's this swing yeah, that I think everyone I think so. took pictures um, on. And I think when you go there now, it's not just, oh, I'm on a hike and then there's this swing and I can swing a bit and take a few pictures and importantly, swing some more because that's the experience and that's nice. No, it's like there's a huge queue and you have to wait in line for such a long time. Then you can go on the swing and take two pictures and that's it. And you have to go on because 100 people are waiting. And that's not really like people try to fake it in a picture of like, oh, it's so relaxing. It's nice to swing here. But it's not the reality. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes, do you know the videos where they see like Instagram versus reality? And then you <laughs> and see they turn like around and you the see perfect the Instagram spot and then like all the people who yeah. were there just like uh, photoshopped and <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sometimes that's, that's super funny. Yeah, I think it's you're funny. like, oh, yeah. And, <laughs> but I think like for me, what it does to me is I actually do not want to go to these places anymore. Because I really, really want to visit Iceland. I think Iceland is amazing, but Iceland has been a trendy, mm. trendy travel spot for years now. And yeah, so for me, it feels like, like oh, too. well, mm. I'm, I also I'm just to go there. Yeah. And now I think like, oh, I'm just going to wait another 15 years and then maybe the hype has died down and I can go there and have it all to myself. <laughs> like, that's not true. Mm. But I really, really enjoy going to places where it's not so overloaded with tourists being absolutely like aware that I'm a tourist myself and that I'm yeah. like adding to the tourists that are there but I think it's like also for the tourist economy and everything it's not a bad idea to actually visit places that are not overcrowded already and I think mm. it's nice because as you said it's it's not like you've seen everything already on social media but you can experience stuff yourself you can find your own little high hidden gems you can mm, find something you didn't know was there and experience things you didn't know were possible at that location and yeah yeah i do remember when we went to costa rica and panama last year um i didn't knew that much people who went there and i didn't saw many pictures and stuff on, on social media mm -hmm. 
but yeah, when we were there, there were a lot of young people also, but I think that's just that's just normal. But after that, like in the last year or, or year and a half, so many people went to Costa Rica and Panama and was like, what? It, it feels like that's the new Bali. Like, what do you all do there? Like, <laughs> is it the, the new trend to go there? And my friend and I, we were so happy that we went there before this huge social okay. media trend started because we were like okay wow everyone goes to costa rica it's like the new hidden spot for students and i don't know but i i do remember also that some of these travel uh travel accounts like official travel account things they do promote costa rica and i think mostly costa rica sometimes also panama as one of the best countries for for students and stuff because it's yeah, it's also cheap to. It's cheap and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember like Costa Rica being a destination for a long time. So I think part of it might be a social media trend that's starting. But I can also imagine that, I mean, that that happens to a lot of us, if not to all of us. If we learn about something or if we experience something, we we've, um, start to see it everywhere. So yeah, if you're true. pregnant yourself, you suddenly, or you want to get pregnant, you suddenly see all of these pregnant people. And mm. um, I don't know, if you are, if you want to have this certain jacket, you suddenly see all of these people with this jacket. Or if you are thinking about buying a red car, you suddenly see that everyone has a red car. And I think some of them, mm. that might has happened to you as well because you were in Costa Rica and Panama. So suddenly you noticed every single person going to Costa Rica and Panama. But because before that it was like just, yeah, yeah middle America, yeah, they're, they're going there and I don't know. Um, but yeah, of course, I mean, maybe, maybe more people are going now. Maybe it's easier. Certainly also like after the pandemic, it has gotten easier again and things like that. But let's maybe yeah. get back to FOMO before we wrap this up. Yes. So do you think like is FOMO something that negatively impacts your life right now or a few years ago or in the future? Mm, no, and hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Of course, there are some moments where you think like, oh, yeah, I'm missing out a lot of things, but I guess it's with I don't know, there are a lot of situations where you think like, oh, I'm missing out something or you feel bad because of something or it's just like small situations in your daily life. And I don't know, then life goes on and you're like, oh, no, but I'm happy with everything. And yeah, there are just like small situations where it's like, oh, I would mm -hmm. like to do this. Yeah. I would like to do that. And hopefully it will change in the future or I can visit this place or that place or I don't know. But it's not like I'm sitting at home like, oh, I got FOMO, I need to do something. It's not like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. it's similar for me, I think. Um, I think during the past few years, I just learned a lot about that I can focus on my life and really think about what it is that I want right now and then seeing what I can do to change if I don't already have what I want. 
I think it also has kind of a lot to do with how much control we have over our lives because that's also similar like during my school life it was just I have to go to school and I can't change that mm. and it feels like a waste of time and now if I think my job feels like a waste of time I can change it and if I feel like I want to go traveling like I can make it happen we could yeah. go travel around the world if that is the most important thing to us um and so I think in my day-to-day -day life now, FOMO does really not play a huge role. And I definitely, as you said as well, I definitely have these like very small moments where I see something on social media or someone tells me about something where I think like, oh, that would be nice. Like, I would like to do that as well. But it's, mm. yeah, it's this very short thing and I'm not even really jealous and I... I just immediately know that if that's important to me, I can try to make it happen. And I don't have to be jealous and feel like I'm missing out. And I think what's interesting is that we just really talked about traveling. But for many people, FOMO is also about spending time with their friends and that they feel like everyone is doing stuff without them. Like all my friends are hanging out with each other and I can't be part of that because they don't like me or because I have to stay at home and I don't know, study. Um, and I have to say, I don't remember experiencing that in the past decade. And I, you mm. also didn't mention it. So I hope that's also not something you experienced because that really sounds like not a nice feeling. Mm. No, no. Then that's good. <laughs> And I yeah. think that can happen to for every aspect of our lives. What we talked about is like, I would like to travel more. I would like to travel like this other person. And then what I just mentioned is like, I want to hang out with my friends more. Are they spending time without me? But of course, it can also mean for, for us specifically, for example, we could be very jealous of the people that are super successful on social media and feel like, why do they get all of this money, all of these sponsorships? And we don't. But I think... That's also not something that's really bothering us. And then the same goes for, I don't know, just in general, I want to have all of this money. Why do other people are, have so much more money? Or I want to have a family. I want to have the perfect boyfriend. I want to have three kids and I can't. And that's like a tragic story and very like fertility is a difficult topic. Um, and I think it goes for everything. I want to have this mm. different house. I want to... Uh, be healthy and this other person is and I have this and this illness everything and I mean I think it's understandable and it's normal but it's also good if yeah. it's not an overwhelmingly present feeling yes and sometimes you just have to make the best out of it out of the situation yes definitely even if that sounds maybe stupid because sometimes you can't really do something like as you mentioned if you maybe have an illness or something so there's Sometimes it's it's harder to do something against it, but yeah, yeah, trying to make the best out of it. I guess. Do we want to do the more or less game? Yeah. Do you want to start? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's always like let yeah let's do it and then now um, whatever I say. Um, poo. it's hard maybe I'm starting with the less 
Um, oh, it's difficult. Um, let's say I would like to have less, not especially for me, but maybe also for other people or our generation to have less FOMO because even if I sometimes feel like there's not much, not uh, enough time left, we have enough time and we do have the opportunity to go travel or change our life. There are, or there were generations where it was or where life was so much harder. I know also our generation experienced a lot of shit, sorry. Um, but we have our lives in our hands and we can change something if we're not happy with the situation. Uh, yeah, so we we can change things. Um, yeah, and just, mm, I don't know. Don't let FOMO be such a big part of your life because I think we all should be happy with the lives we have, even if it's sometimes hard or if if something doesn't work out the way we would like. Um, yeah, I don't know any more or less at this point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you have some more ideas okay. i don't know if that uh. makes if something makes sense what i said but yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so for myself i think what i want more of is maybe still even more like just being present in the moment focusing on my stuff and what i can do and also kind of what i want to do because i think the problem with fomo is oftentimes that It's not even that we want to do these things, but we still feel FOMO that other people get to do them. Um, one example that I luckily don't experience that much, but I think many people are like that. I enjoy being at home. I really do. And I think many people are at home and they really need rest and everything. But when they see other people going to parties, traveling and everything, they still feel super jealous. And luckily, I'm usually able to just say like, yeah, no, but I prefer being at home right now. Um, mm. So something like that, like actually focusing on the things that we want and need right now instead of wanting stuff that we don't even want right now, if that makes any sense. Mm. Um, and then the less for me... Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of similar. That's like less being caught up in other people's lives and worrying about what they can do and just focusing on what is possible for me. But then, as you said, I think that's a great idea that you, um, like we sometimes do, not all, only do the more or less for ourselves, but also kind of what we wish for our generation or for everyone when it comes to this topic and I think what I also want more of in general is maybe I think FOMO is maybe something when we really want to name it FOMO that us as very privileged people experience because we mm. we'd like to go party we'd like to go more like traveling but then a lot of us and a lot of people that are um, yeah not as privileged experience many and real like 
disadvantages oppression and stuff and i think it's also a good idea maybe to fight more for equal rights and everything just and i think that will help uh, get fomo away as well like just focusing more on yeah it's not i don't want to say like not just our first world problems but it's kind of what i mean i think there's important topics that we can spend a lot of time on that we can um actually make a difference and i think that is important as well yeah yeah i think that's it i hope it was understandable kind of what i meant um but i think that's it it was okay good that's it with a today's podcast episode <laughs> so if you ever experienced fomo and would like to share your stories you can text us on instagram or on spotify i think there's also a comment yes definitely uh, thing so yeah we would like to hear your stories and thank you to matze for editing and have a great week don't forget that there is steady where you can support us and listen to this podcast at free and yeah rate this podcast on whatever platform you're listening because that does really help us out yes and you can also recommend it to a friend If you know someone who would enjoy listening to this podcast, that would also help us out a lot. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we hear us next week. Bye-bye. Yes, yes. Goodbye.